on this edition of Money with Friends. How to be ready just in case you or someone you care about gets laid off. It is Monday, July 27th. This is Money with Friends. Welcome to the Money with Friends podcast. I'm certified financial planner, Bobby Rebell, host of the Financial Grown-Up podcast, coming to you from my very grown-up kitchen in New York City. And coming to you one last time, well, for now, from Texarkana, Texas, at my mom's revolving basement, which uh, <laughs> happens to be here today. Uh, and we make the Stacky Benjamin Show. I'm Joe Solcihai. This is the Money News Show that includes commentary on recent headlines and stories with thought leaders from across the financial landscape. We break those stories down into what matters to you, our friends, and we leave you with a takeaway to make it your own. Today's show is brought to you by NordPass. We lock passwords. You hold the key with NordPass. Store your passwords in the cloud. Access them on desktop, mobile, or on your favorite browser. You can go between all of them, all encrypted on your device for your eyes only. Get up to 50% off, a 30 back a day money back guarantee, and uh, you will get one month free if you use our link, nordpass.com forward slash MWF. And uh, uh, big... Uh, Big kudos from a nice review on NordPass from our friend Peter in the uh, Stacky Benjamins Facebook group talking about how much he loves NordPass. It's simple interface. And Peter said, but the big message is have a password manager. Don't have one killer password that once somebody figures that out, they figure out everything. Have a password manager. Uh, yes. Bobby, today... We're, just like a lot of people are firing that single password, a lot of people, mm -hmm. that's a horrible transition, but a lot of people also finding themselves maybe on the short end of a job because government benefits uh, going away for a lot of companies. Right. So a lot of companies that had government subsidies on the condition that they not let people go, those are set to expire. And simultaneously, as we record this, and, and we may have some developments on this by the time the piece is released, by the time this episode is released, let's hope so. Um, a lot of the extra um, pandemic uh, subsidies for the unemployed are scheduled to expire at the end of July. And let's hope that we get some kind of resolution on that. So there's a lot of people worried about income and their jobs. And even if it's not happening to you at this point, it's something that is probably happening to somebody that you know and could happen to you. So I picked this piece because I want our community to be proactive and be ready. I think it's really important. Yeah, let's talk about how to protect your financial foundation. And to kick it off, let's see which one of our friends is going to kick off today's show. This is Lacey from the Military Money Show. It's time for today's headlines, only at Money with Friends. This piece comes to us from Bloomberg. It is by Suzanne Woolley and Jack Pitcher. So you're afraid you'll get laid off. Here's how to prepare. These are the key things to start thinking about. Heck, surprised, even if you aren't, and make them feel awful. That's the first thing you should do. They're being sarcastic here, by the way. If your boss is being is being says you're being laid off, says Roy Cohen, who spent four years as an in-house career coach at Goldman Sachs Group and now runs his own career consulting business. Always convey utter absolute shock, he said. The goal is to make them feel bad. That way, if you do want to try and negotiate a better package, there is some potential they may feel guilted in some way. He's not kidding about that. An avalanche of layoffs has been moving across the global corporate landscape in almost every industry as businesses assess their long-term strategy in a post-pandemic world. Last week, American Airlines said they might let go of 
25,000 employees or 29% of its U.S. workforce. On Monday, U.S. Retail, UK retailer Marks and Spencers announced 950 job cuts. And on Wednesday, Bloomberg reported that Germany's Daimler AG might cut about 20,000 jobs. Um, and then last Thursday, data showed new U.S. jobless claims rose to 1.42 million, increasing for the first time since March. That could be a reflection from that some businesses that had reopened are closing back up. Prepping yourself to play head games is one strategy to try if you were your job might be next. But there are many more practical steps to take. Being laid off will still suck, but, and they actually wrote that, being laid off will still suck, but it will hurt less if you've put plans in motion. Here are some ways to do that and some pitfalls to avoid. So Joe, maybe we can just tag team these and go through them. Yeah, I like these. I, I like doing that. If we just take the, uh, the headlines here, the first one is to resist the preemptive strike. The piece says the stress of uncertainty may prompt fantasies about beating your company to the punch and quitting. Almost like Bobby... I'm going to break up with you before you break up with me when you're a teenager. Not so good in this instance. No, there's money at stake. So don't, don't do it. Um, And don't accept the company's offer to let you resign rather than be let go. So this is an important, I mean, it's a a nuance to some degree. Um, A lot of people think that if they resign, it looks like they've been in the driver's seat. This is from Cohen from Goldman Sachs. But in this market, we're getting fired as a norm. Explaining to future employers that you chose to resign will sound very odd and quite frankly, raise questions about your credibility. That said, and they quote, this is actually a friend of mine. I forgot. I didn't realize this. Lindsay Pollock, author of The Remix, How to Lead and Succeed in a Multi-Generational work- Workplace. Lindsay says, quote, if you have a gut feeling that you might lose your job, trust that instinct and plan for it. A lot of people are feeling somewhat paralyzed right now in fear. An important goal is to get out of that paralysis and move into a place of action. In other words, don't quit. But if you have that feeling, you probably are right. You might have to do something. Yeah. Get proactive uh, early on and begin, begin setting things up. I think there's, there's never a a bad time to be working on your resume. Even if you think that you're not uh, going to be laid off, working on your resume is so important. And so getting that, and really the modern equivalent, I think, Bobby, of, of a resume is your LinkedIn page. And you certainly don't have to be an expert at LinkedIn or on LinkedIn all the time, but keeping it current, making sure that you uh, work on your connections a little bit, get that guard moving, I think is, is a good, good place to start. Uh, Also, and, and to her point, I totally agree. If if you say I quit in the middle of a pandemic, people go, what? But if but in this particular instance, if you say, yeah, I got let go with twenty four thousand nine hundred other people, there's there's no, you know, nobody's going to think that that's a that that's a negative. Second on this list is know your unemployment benefits. I was just listening to um, uh, a guy who owns several restaurants. Uh, speak on this very topic that when he saw coronavirus coming immediately, he he wanted to know everything there was to know about unemployment. And, and it was to see if the people that worked for him, if they'd be better off with unemployment. And sure enough, he was able to give them a big bonus just before he furloughed uh, everyone, hoping to bring them back in the future. But But man, you want to know that yourself and not rely on your employer. Yeah, exactly. And and the unemployment benefits, as we mentioned at the top, are constantly changing. So it's important to stay on top of the news and frankly, just look at you know, your state's website because it does vary from state to state, the application for applying and different ways it's calculated, but make sure that you are getting what you are entitled to. And if you, you know, a lot of people feel uncomfortable taking unemployment, but this is a unique situation. So 
don't don't worry about your ego. If, if you paid into the system and you're entitled, you should get what you're entitled to. Um, this next one, I think, is probably the most important one, and that is copy your contacts. Among workers, most valuable assets are the contacts they've built up over the years. If you don't already have current information for business contacts stored in a file on your phone or personal computer, the one that you own, people, the one that you own, not the one that the company belongs belongs to the company start the process copy any samples of work a future employer might want to see while being careful not to run afoul of non-compete clauses and company policies governing proprietary data and that last part is also really important because even if you're fired that doesn't mean that you are laid off furloughed whatever doesn't mean you can take proprietary company information with you but you can take examples of your work to show what you can do but you can't give away company secrets that's against the law absolutely but those those contacts are personal i mean they definitely are personal you built up these personal relationship with people. So taking that with you isn't proprietary. You know, we've got a couple of good comments here. Uh, we are, we're live on Facebook and on uh, YouTube. If you want to hang out with us, our YouTube channel is youtube.com forward slash money with friends. And the Facebook channel is the Stacky Benjamins Facebook page. It's facebook.com forward slash I stack Benjamins. Dylan says, always keep your LinkedIn up to date and know the settings. So, re- and have the settings so recruiters can find you be proactive. Even if, you would love to stay where you are. There's, I, I had a great friend who always said this, Bobby, and he did a great job of climbing the corporate ladder, making more money, and also finding a job that he absolutely loved. He said, there's never a price to talk. It never costs anything to talk. Talk talk to people all the time. And even mm-hmm. if it's not a love connection today, that leads to relationships that are uh, things that you might find later. Uh, a great question here from Sarah, by the way. Sarah says, what do you think is a reasonable price for a resume refresh and LinkedIn update? Not my area of expertise, but I will say this, Sarah. I think that if you're happy with your job right now, learning how uh, uh, to do that yourself at first makes a lot of sense. Not that, not that it doesn't make sense to pay for the update later later, but knowing that the advice that you're getting from a consultant who's going to help you really do a great job, I think is important. I always told people as an example, when they own rental houses to fix a couple toilets themselves. And the reason is, is that when you hire people to do it for you and they told you what was wrong, you could speak the language, you knew the lingo and you knew what was worth paying for and what wasn't. So my first piece of advice is, uh, would be to, understand some of the basics of resume refresh and uh, LinkedIn update. Sarah also says, by the way, she's a benefit consultant, perfect person to have with us today, says also know the prices in Cobra. And if your life insurance policies are portable and convertible, know all of your benefits uh, and what's portable. Fantastic advice there. Same thing. Remember your 401k may have to be rolled over depending on how, how it's set up. Sometimes you have to take the money with you but, and you have to set that up, but that's yeah. easy. And also former financial advisor, I did 99% of the time I tell people you should roll over that, that, that 401k yeah. to something. That's, and maybe, you know, I don't know if, if you're not vested, that may be something that's negotiable too. If you're not vested in a plan, I don't know. Speaking of negotiating um, the next one here, Bobby, is sniff out severance. The piece says, try to find mm-hmm. your company's termination and severance policy. Dig up your letter of employment or contract. See if it mentions severance. If it doesn't quickly ask around and look on a site like glassdoor.com to see if it's mentioned in company reviews. I know people, two types of people I had back when I was a financial planner. One type did ask the question 
and I would beg them to, and they still wouldn't ask for severance. I had plenty of clients though, that would negotiate a bigger severance package, um, which is always amazing to me. The company's letting you go and they were able to negotiate extra money as they walked out the door. But knowing, I think from other people doing some intelligence, it's out there on places like Glassdoor is a great idea. Yeah, especially because not everyone's going to ask. And if they are laying off so many people and you're the squeaky wheel, they may want to just make a deal with you so that you don't get louder. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Who knows why? But but that's fantastic. What's next on here, Bobby? Raise your profile. So this goes back to, of course, updating your resume and your LinkedIn pri- profile, but also highlight your success in working remotely. Um, um, let me see. Oh, it also this is interesting. Um, if you want to keep a low profile, go into privacy settings, turn off automatic notifications to your network. I actually did this so that what used to happen is if you just change something slightly on your LinkedIn, that wasn't really a job change, but it was maybe adding some skill set that you had acquired or something. And you didn't want to make a big announcement. If you don't change the privacy settings, everyone gets notified in your whole network and you start getting all these congratulations, blah, blah, blah. You probably don't want that while you're doing these little tweaks. So make sure to go into your privacy settings and turn off the notifications so that everyone I got to do that. Get, I got to do that myself yeah. because yeah. I get congratulations on my work anniversary at Stacking Benjamins every year. And it's hilarious. Yeah. Yep. Still podcasting, yeah. still yep. sticking with it. Yeah. And then it also, the next one, just to keep moving, um, build up savings, pay down debt. Um, I think this is a good reminder, even though it seems obvious to our community of financially responsible listeners, you want to have that cash cushion more than anything and think carefully about that. This is also a time though, when aggressive debt payoff hurts you because, and I see people put every dollar they have and they go, but because they don't like having debt, they take every dollar, they put it toward paying off their debt and then they get laid off Bobby or they get disabled and they don't have any cash cushion to go from. So if you're paying extra on debt right now and you think there's a chance you might get laid off, stop doing that and instead build that cash reserve. This is a time yes. where having having a little bit extra debt for a few months, big deal. If you don't have a job, you need as much cash as possible because and this is the big aha that I had to go through. Let's say that you have a 30-year mortgage on your house and for 29 years and 11 months, you make the payment and you're down to this little tiny sliver of a payment for whatever reason, you can't make that payment. How much of that house does the bank take? All of it. They take the entire house and you paid it for every single payment, but one. So remember that debt payment in this, in this situation, you want to keep money in places you can get at it. And also if your credit cards sniff out the fact that you don't have the income that you used to have, it is very possible that uh, they can find reasons to lower the amount of credit that you have available. We saw that happen in 2007, 2008. You don't want to be stuck relying on credit lines um, if things are really bad. Right. And that is something that maybe you can do if you're not imminently being laid off, but you're worried about it. You can maybe consolidate debt into something that is a lower interest because you're not going to be able to do that if you don't have income. People 
don't generally lend as easily to people without income. <laughs> so anything that you want to shore up in terms of your debt, now is the time to do it, not when you don't have cash flow. Uh, the next two are are fairly obvious. Next one is is uh, stay flexible. The cool thing is, I think, Bobby, you can be more flexible than ever. You can work from anywhere. You know, this is something that Cheryl and I are going through right now because we're flexible. We're looking all over the United States at where do we want our next opportunity to be? Something that we probably couldn't have done 20 years ago, which is pretty neat. Be a creative networker. Uh, we talked about that. Perfect your video presence. Man, this is something you would think that getting on a Zoom call takes no work. You and I have been doing video long enough and I'm still not good at it. Um, <laughs> doing video is a whole different, whole different game. Yeah. Yeah. So you have to be be aware of, for example, your eye line, where you're looking, make sure you're looking at the camera, not necessarily at the person that you're speaking to, which is not a natural thing to do. So learn that you may want to think about what is behind you and what message that is sending out. The good thing now is there are virtual backgrounds. So you can often do that on Zoom or Skype if you can't, but there may be times when that would be a little bit weird. So you want to have a spot in your house where you can do a professional Zoom or Skype call when needed on very little notice. I was talking to that point. We don't do video for our Stacking Benjamins interviews, uh, although we might start. Uh, this fintech founder I was talking to yesterday, Bobby, in his kid's playroom, and there was kids play stuff all over. And if we were doing a live video and he's trying to, to make us, you know, we're trying to take his new venture seriously, obviously audio only, it's fine. But man, if that were a video call, he's in his kid's playroom. Right. Not and like I said, there's you can just put a virtual background up in a, pic, in a pinch. Sure. So... That's why I pretend like I'm staying at different people's house all the time. My virtual backgrounds they change <laughs> all the time. Uh, being, uh, beware of being called back early from work abroad. That one can be scary. And then search yes. out search out bright spots. I think we can end this on a bright note. There are always growing areas, even in dire economic situations. In Singapore, for example, gross domestic product plunged and annualized 41.2% for the first quarter of the year to the second, led by contractions in travel-related industries. But the Singaporean fintech sector has been growing quickly, in the pandemic, an expansion by global private banks in Singapore has intensified rivalry for talent, according to Bloomberg intelligence analysts as well. Interest from Hong Kong-based companies in exploring a move to Singapore has increased. I think it's, I love that. Keep more of a global perspective, not just your little area that you're in. Yes, absolutely. Make sure you think about different ways that your skills can be applied. Unfortunately, there are times in life, a season in life where you may not be doing your dream job, but you can keep your family afloat and have money from income if you do a job that you're qualified for. This is grown up life, <laughs> sadly. It, it is grown up life, but I still like what Dylan says. It says your double oven in the background means you like to have cookies baking while dinner is cooking. Sure. Let's go with it. <laughs> I, just I made dinner last night though. I did. I don't always make dinner for my family, but I did make dinner last night. In just a second, Bobby and I are going to have our takeaways from today's piece, but want to say a big thanks to NordPass for supporting Money with Friends. They lock the password, you hold the keys. The way that NordPass works is super interesting. You keep your passwords in a single place, secure and organized. You don't have to reset passwords again. You'll get them wherever you need them on any device. So you go from your computer to your phone to your spouse's phone. Uh, wherever you are, you can log into NordPass and see 
safely and securely get your things. You save time by using NordPass autosave and autofill features. When you log into a new website, NordPass prompts to save your credentials automatically. Next time you visit the same page, they'll recognize it and allow you to fill in your details with a click. It'll generate unique passwords that are absolutely uh, difficult to, 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 uh, uh, and I'm laughing because not only are they difficult, you, you, there's a slider where you can set the password length. You can make your password 28 characters. Uh, imagine somebody trying to get through that. Uh, head to, to check it out, by the way, and to get 50% off and to also get a month free because you listen to Money with Friends. Head to NordPass.com, but to get your free month, you got to go to forward slash MWF. That's NordPass.com forward slash MWF for more. Uh, important to stay safe. Also important, Bobby, a lot of stuff we talked about today, but what do you think the biggest takeaway is here? You know, Joe, the temptation is to just hold your breath and just hope it doesn't happen to you or someone that you are financially or emotionally connected to. It doesn't happen to someone close to you, but that doesn't mean you can ignore the possibility. We are all vulnerable these days. All of these steps will benefit you regardless, and hopefully you won't need them. I love that. My my takeaway is very similar because I think you're talking of, about risk management here. And generally in financial planning, we talk risk management. We're talking about insurance. But I don't like talking specifically about insurance because I think risk management is so much more. And this is a time of a lot of risk for a lot of people. And everything we talked about today is part of risk management. And when you broaden things out, you're less likely to use insurance when it doesn't make sense. In this case, there's we're really not talking about insurance. But I, I'm going to use... Uh, our friend Dylan is hanging out with us for my takeaway because I'm lazy, but also because Dylan makes a point that's very similar to what I was going to make. He says, always keep your LinkedIn up to date and have all the settings so recruiters can find you. But the, the, my big takeaway is going to be this. Be proactive, even if you'd love to stay where you are. Even if you'd love to stay where you are, doesn't mean you're going to stay there. And in this environment, Bobby, you and I were talking before we went live today. There are people who are being laid off and it's blindsiding them. And even if it blindsides you, you want to make sure that you're ready. So having that risk management plan in place at all times, pretty good idea. Very well said, Joe. Thank you. Thanks, Bobby. That was excellent. I always like how you say that at the end. Bobby fills me with confidence every episode. A plus. Speaking of what makes me confident, I get very confident that you're going to have a great guest on tomorrow, a thought leader with us on tomorrow's show. Yes, um, but I'm drawing a blank who it is. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> We're back to the beginning, so oh, it's your first it guest. I know. It's Chris Gillibo. Chris Gil how can you forget Chris Gillibo? I know. He's yes. so awesome. He's awesome. And uh, yeah, he's. we're going to record, I think, uh, I'm not sure what our stories are going to be, but they're going to be awesome. We haven't recorded those episodes yet, but he's always great. And especially in this time, we're talking about layoffs and stuff. I mean, he is the ultimate authority on side hustles. So I think he's going to have a lot of great insights. Hang out, by the way, with us. If you're listening to this on Monday, uh, the day it's released, head to either uh, our uh, YouTube page or to the Stacking Benjamins Facebook page, and you can watch Chris and Bobby uh, do the show. Also, on Wednesday, uh, I'm going to, to counter your Chris Bill Gillibo with my Paula Pant. So Paula and I will be talking about some stuff that's in the news. So she's Bobby. I'm Joe. We'll see you next time back here at Money with Friends. Bye-bye. The show's created and hosted by us, Joe Salcihai and Bobby Rebell, and it's edited and produced by Ashley Wall. Money with Friends is a product of Money with Friends, LLC, copyright 2020. 
For a list of the thought leaders who appear on the podcast and links to the stories discussed, head to our website, moneywithfriendspodcast.com. You can also check out our schedule for upcoming recording sessions so you can join us and be part of the show. Also, be sure to follow us on social media at moneyfriendspod on both Instagram and Twitter. Look out for our polls and quizzes. You could get a shout out on the show. We're well worth following. We promise. As with anything, remember you shouldn't take advice from any of us or any other videos or podcasts without first talking to your financial advisor. These people on this episode, they're here for your and their entertainment purposes only. I'm Bobby. I'm Joe. We'll see you here back next time with another episode of Money with Friends. Bam, nailed it.